0: Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm
1: Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, or day by day, until <laughs> the end of time.
0: Day by day, that's copyrighted material, so I'll cut it right there. Dave by Dave. <laughs> actually, let me give the timestamp, that would actually be helpful, huh? Uh, we're doing two little bits here. Uh, what if season one, episode one, starting at seven minutes and 13 seconds and going until seven minutes and 30 seconds, then jump ahead 25 seconds to 7.55 and ending at 9.05.
1: And those those missing times are basically the scene in Tönsberg, ter- in Norway, playing out much the same way that it did in the movie. Right, um, right. So... It felt like the what was what was most important here was explaining to Flynn briefing. what Norway yeah. is and like where in the world is right. uh, Carmen, San, Carmen Diego. San Diego, Red Skull, Carmen Red Skull Diego.
0: That's fine <laughs> that we both went for
1: the same. Thing. I think I think that the branding is just strong on where in the world is. I don't know that that's necessarily. A, oh my god!
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I get that too. <laughs> um, but I think it's also fun though that this scene starts off with. Something that we have started already multiple scenes with and we will do again, yeah. which is Tonesburg, Norway. Like they immediately start off with it. Right. A real Christmas card of a town, which I feel like is very Hallmark movie ish. Right. Um, and then I do he also like Mom. he says, a real Christmas card of a town. Uh, and I think it's, well, it was like, yeah. it's like, do- dog, too soon, but also like, <laughs> I mean, fair. Um, And immediately Flynn's like, Nazis were in Norway? She corrects him, which I'm sure he loved, which she says, close, Hydra, Hitler's very own supernatural sciences division. Stark immediately breaks down the science about how they kind of figured out that it's them and stuff like that. Given the gamma signatures from that clock tower, uh, what they were looking for could power London. And so like that's how they sort of start to figure this sort of thing out. Um, She mentions that it also could blow, uh, could blow it, sorry, to kingdom come inside 60 seconds mm. uh, and Flynn's face is like yo what Yeah, uh, but don't worry America will do something like that fairly soon so right. you'll have your moment Flynn um, and then like you said then we skip through the moment where you know, okay opens the box boom right she immediately puts down a book um, and says it's called the Tesseract Flynn says that thing must be halfway to Berlin by now and they're looking at the map and it's very reminiscent of the same scene with uh, Phillips and they're standing around like looking at like the the war map right. uh, but like you had mentioned this is happening much sooner much faster. Right. Um, Stark mentions if we send a team in tonight we could get and Flynn's like "Oh you're out of your mind, dude." Right. She's like "I could go." Great. Now you're both crazy. Fantastic. I've got two crazy people running around the place and like they you know they butt heads here a bit um, they talk about how this item getting to Hydra High Command would be game over.
1: Um, Which oh, I'm gonna write that down. No, Hold no. on, I'm just coming down. Go ahead. Go well, ahead.
0: actually, um, you know what, James? Do you, do you have something for that moment directly? Because
1: you know, don't you feel like uh, it would be game over is an anachronistic saying in 1943? Well, they have sports. Sure, but no one was like game over because that's what that's a that's a video game and like refs don't say game over.
0: Well, hang on? Let's. Hang on. This is a live Google. When did
1: Google Game Dead Over? Google, cause that's the opposite of live Google.
0: James, the history of game over started in nineteen fifty.
1: Boom goes the, the game over no mind
0: <laughs> The earliest example of it. Uh well, do you want to take a guess as to where the earliest um
1: I'm gonna Reserve guess Asimov, thing? just like, just Isaac Asimov, just something in Isaac Asimov. This is actually a phrase that originated, like I said, as, as early as 1950
0: in devices such as oh, the uh,
1: pinball machines.
0: Nailed it, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Those so, evil,
1: those dens of sin.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're seven years early. Yeah. Which I will say is once you brought it up, because in my head I was thinking like surely someone was like you know eighth inning the score is 14 to one someone surely was like oh that's game over man right but at the same time who is i guess they wouldn't go that's game over man wow actually saying, is saying over. it like joe saying it like joe pesci actually makes it make sense but i feel like if you're just <laughs> like mm, this this chicago game is game over man right right doesn't make sense right um but yeah uh, you're right it does it is definitely modern day slang
1: Hey, how about this, though? If anyone's going to invent pinball machines seven years early. Howard Stark. Howard Stark. Originated the term game over and is trying to make it work in the presence of Colonel Flynn right now. He's going
0: game over. Is that anything? Hey, Flynn, what do you think about that one?
1: (laughs) Game over. Winks at Peggy because she knows that he's been trying to make this phrase stick. She's like, "Stop
0: trying to make game over work. It's never gonna happen."
1: Also, you can't ask someone why they're super soldiers. (laughs)
0: Uh, So uh, yeah, so they do the game over thing, sure. um, And he's like, "I'm not gonna send in like one man to get this thing done." And and again, getting into his little sexism thing. Right. Um, And then they're talking about the greatest minds alive, and she's like, "And Stark is one of them." and cuts him off basically and he's like oh yeah you know, like he gets like genuinely I don't know what the word for it is but like the way he's like oh thank you like she just sort of hypes him up a little bit and he yeah he's like a big fan of that and again Flynn just cuts her off because he's a white man in 1943 and he's like it's not your concern you're lucky to be here which like gross Stark starts his sentence over again to be like hey listen still have this thought which is the greatest minds alive can't fathom the extent of this battery's power which is great that they're already calling it like a battery um and Flynn's like good who knows maybe the war will be over before Hydra figures out how to turn the damn thing on which I also think is fun because that is kind of like what Philip said about going after uh the 101st
1: 107.
0: I'm sorry. 100 f- I was thinking 501st which is Star Wars 107th. Yep.
1: Okay. And it, season 1 episode 1.
0: Oh yeah, that's also yeah, that's also the thing. Thank you for covering it for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh what did you say about me earlier today covering my bases? Yeah. Um so, yeah, I think that that's interesting cuz like that's kind of the same mentality of like yeah, we can do that. It's called finishing the war.
1: You know, yeah. ending yeah, the war. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. And that's
0: the whole thing. He's like, we're not going after this battery, dude. Whatever, man hey just real quick
1: yeah uh benjamin franklin first used the term battery in 1749. wow isn't that wild
0: what were they using batteries for back then uh doing experiments
1: with electricity using a set of linked laden jar capacitors Huh. he uh uh franklin grouped a number of the jars into what he described as a battery using the military term for weapons weapons functioning together uh, I've never put that together before wow. that a battery is a bunch yeah. of things functioning together.
0: So then where does battery in assault and battery come
1: from? Uh, beating, like a like battery. Like I've battered you. Oh. Like a okay. battered wife. Because like assault technically is, is a battery. Hey Colin, I'm mm-hmm. gonna kill you. I'm gonna beat the crap out of you. Like, hey Colin, like with that stick, one to in, the FBI? stick in hand. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna beat the crap out of you. That's assault. Beating the crap out of you is battery.
0: So assault is the threat.
1: Uh, let me just, let me just confirm that once again, let me just not say things I think that I've known for 25 years, but <laughs> that's all I ever do. An assault is the act of inflicting physical harm or unwanted physical contact upon a person or in some specific legal definitions, a threat or attempt to commit such an action. So like, interesting. If you say I assaulted them, people know what you mean, but in terms of right. assault and battery, Assault isn't the physical act; it's the threat of it.
0: Okay, so. interesting. Yeah. So it's it's when you say, "I'm making you a promise to kick your ass after class, like after right. school, uh, by the dumpsters," and then the battery is beating that. You know, you know what? Hey, assault and battery is standing inside a movie theater and saying, "Go outside, I'm going to beat your ass," right? And then stepping outside and proceeding to beat a small wimpy kid who has asthma right. and. A right. bunch of other issues. Uh, I'm gonna kick internally.
1: your
0: asthma. <laughs> uh Do you think he said that to the to the what was that? dude one dude's name the purple asthma? Oh thing? yeah,
1: the the I think it was just versus asthma, the asthma monster, the asthma yeah. monster. Yeah, yeah. Do you
0: think he said I'm gonna kick your asthma?
1: Yeah. That'd be tight. Absolutely. Good for you, Steve Rogers. Yeah. Good job.
0: Well, so, we're not yeah. here to talk about Steve Rogers. We're here to talk uh, about Captain Batteries.
1: Clark.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, batteries. So anyway, yeah. So Bat- Flynn. Flynn was like, fuck that. Yeah, I'm not not bothering with it. So he doesn't care. They do a really good transition here. Oh, right? yeah. Which is they show, once again, the book with the 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 picture, like the hand-drawn picture of the Tesseract. Yeah. And it transitions into an ice cube sitting in a glass of whiskey. Just, I can't describe how yeah. much I love. Like, I love a thing that, like, just... Can easily morph into another thing and then yeah. also show like the passage of time, essentially. Yeah. Oh, so good. So she's trying to, you know, basically drown her sorrows, and immediately Stark is like, "Hey, I'm here to fuck that up, but also here to have a good time." He, you know, he sits down, starts chumming it up, and she's like, "Uh, she ro- she does like a heavy eye roll, right?" Yeah. Um, and he is like, "I thought you Brits were resilient," and she's like, "Just the men, apparently," which is. You know, who I is she it. referring
1: to? We've met zero other British people.
0: I what think. Is, what does this mean? This because is about how uh Flynn treated her.
1: <sighs> because just the men, women are are right, fragile. Right, as we'll find later. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, it's fragile. it's the idea of like, it is more of about like her saying like, this is what I'm being told. So you know, right. I, I guess I can't be resilient as well. But, yeah, uh, spot on. Um, and so he says, can I give you a piece of advice? And I think possibly the funniest line of the entire episode is the these two sentences back to back. Can I give you a piece of advice? I'd rather you didn't. Like, it, it is so perfectly them to me. Right. That's um, great because he just immediately, he's kind of like the golden retriever energy. Yes. You know? Yes. Cause and Little brother as well Because she's like I'd rather you not Like talk about this and he's I mean like Cool anyway
1: it just keeps going Because it's not this And the thing that the thing we're going to Keep coming back to especially once we get into Agent Carter is that If you describe the things That Howard Stark does it could come off as, ugh, was he standing at a construction site going, hey, baby, shake what your mama <laughs> gave you? Yeah. I'm happy. I mean, he Stark. was doing
0: that, but yeah.
1: But the energy he comes across is, with, listen, especially with her, I'm this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this is a weird comparison, but it's a very Austin Powers, let's say first Austin Powers hmm. movie energy where it's like, I'm into it I think that you're sexy I think you're great but if you're not into it I'm not into it let's yes let's I not. do
0: think he is respectful in that yeah. term you yeah. know um, I he's think just, that
1: but golden retriever energy is absolutely correct he's like I'm little actually little brother energy is what I like way yeah. more is like is like I'm not here to hit on you right I'm here to be annoying <laughs>
0: He's like, and I don't care if you think I am because you're gonna love me anyway. Yeah, and like yeah. he he definitely just plays into that. Yeah, I, I that's exactly because especially because again, it's kind of weird to say this because now we're talking about like being siblings, but like he does try to hit on her initially, at least in the movie, right? Sure. And when he's like, maybe we can fondue, Ooh, and then she's like, absolutely not, right? He's like, okay, well. Yeah, he's like, I'm fine with that. Like, he's immediately like okay with like the fondue not having a double entendre and right. just actually being a fondue, just being
1: double yummy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's um. like, okay, then I'm gonna double cheese, just so you know. Listen. And we don't have lactate in this year. <laughs> I have not invented it yet.
1: If you're my bro, you're my bro. Right. I don't care who you are.
0: <laughs> that plane back to England is gonna be stinky. Just Let's so say you we're, know,
1: we've been out of fuel for about two to three hours and we're still running strong. <laughs> I'm powering it with my farts.
0: <laughs> like, think about Iron Man, yeah. but only based on farts. Right. Um, this is a property only for men with ten-year-old minds, but, you know. Are you considering if you could power an Iron Man I'm suit try- with no, farts? I'm
1: trying to think of a good name.
0: Anyway, so, yeah, so she's like, yeah. he says, can I give you some advice? I'd rather you not. And it's great because his advice is Flynn's a moron, which yeah. is not advice, <laughs> right? which is like, it's like half of the things that you get in a fortune cookie, for example, are yeah. not actually fortunes. They're just like sayings. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, uh, I'd rather you not give me advice. She's like, great. I'm not going to. And then yeah. says, Flynn's a moron, lucky for you, I'm a genius. Uh, and he puts this, uh, you know, fancy little box on the thing. Hold on, sec, hold on one sec. Hold on one sec.
1: What if he actually took the note? What if he was like, Can I give you some advice? And she's like, I'd rather not. And he's like, Great. He, instead, here's, let me present it to next you this way. Then.
0: Yeah. It's like, OK, I'll skip that over. That is possible. I also think that it might be also like an implied don't listen to Flynn because he's a moron.
1: Sure. But which is let possible, me structure it in, but, in the form of statements.
0: Right. Instead of advice. You instead know of
1: what? me telling you what to do.
0: He, Yeah. You know what it is? He, he heard, I'd rather you not give me advice. But she didn't say, I'd rather you not talk to me. Right. So he says, I will take what I can get.
1: Instead, he's like, "Uh, consider this. And he puts the little figure of Flynn down and says, this guy's a moron. Here's a costume. Here's a shield. I'm out. He says, what if? Yeah, exactly.
0: When she opens the box, she's like, what is this? And he was like, it was supposed to be your USO uniform. Let's go sell some more bonds costume.
1: Which is is so funny because it means that they were going to... Do the right. USO thing with Steve was like they could just do this, right?
0: And also like I think they were also again they were like we can't get because also can you sell like bonds to Americans with a British you know person being like right you know so they were probably like yeah, yeah it's not gonna work and so bonds. then he was like I'll take buy suit. bonds. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Timeline Scavengers. James has nothing left. I have nothing left. <laughs> not That's one of my favorite bits is like when you make a honestly a good joke. But it's like one of those like, uh, oh my God, those kind of, and just immediately ending the episode. Good shit. That's very good. So I like though that this does make her smile though, right? Because he puts the box down, she opens it, she looks at it, and she she does smile and she goes, your covert skills need work. And he says, then this is going to be awkward. (laughs) And then slams a metal (laughs) shield down. And honestly, I feel like that is one of the most James moments to me. The the way she's like, you need help with this. And he's like, "Mm, well, this one's going to be awkward. I mean, again, no covert skills. He doesn't even try to silently sneak it up. He's like, hell yeah. You think I'm not stealthy? I'm going to make it worse, baby.
1: It's so, it's a large, it's just, oh God, it's so good. It is so loud. Like <laughs> you the think thud. That, you think that wasn't subtle. You think that it's, wasn't subtle. Scaling James. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh,
0: no, the the thud and also the the classic, you know, Captain America shield sound. Yeah. Of like the, you know. Yeah. Simultaneously. <laughs> oh, so good.
1: <laughs> and then
0: it's cute though that like again the shield theme has been changed a little bit. Yeah. She sees her reflection in it and then she smiles. Yeah. And that's where the scene ends.
1: What What's she going to do? What's she, what's she going to do with these? Is she going to go on the US so USO tour? yeah. Ooh, yeah. US, oh, yeah. USO, yeah.
0: What song do you think... Okay, James, here's a hostion host yeah. that I just made up. Right. Captain Carter does, in fact, go on the USO tour. Okay. They need a brand new song for it. Because you can't do Man With A Plan. Sure. Alan Menken... Writes up to you in the middle of the night one night and goes, James, I need help. I got to come up with a song for Captain Carter here for the USO tour. I've got no ideas. Can you give me one lyric or one idea, maybe concept to throw in there that is in the vein of Man with a Plan, but is Captain Carter centric?
1: Okay, so I've been, th- I've been ever since I, I, I sort of figured out maybe what you might be asking. I've been trying to think of a good title. It's the Union Jack. Wait, wait, So she's jacked, right? So she's Union Jacked. The Union Jacked. Now I was gonna say the Union Jacked Honey Give Us Money. but That's too <laughs> on the nose. Right? So she's the Union Jacked Gal.
0: Send us your PayPal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the only concept that I have
0: is to basically say something about the UK the American way.
1: She's the union-jacked dame from across the pond. She's come to uh, help our soldiers selling bonds. Oh, that's good. She, she You might think she walks around hotzi totsy. You can find her on the ground hunting Nazis. That's good. I like that one. She comes roaring overseas from Great Britain, she won't stop until old Adolf says he's quitting.
0: Whoa, James, that's really good. <laughs> Leaning back into the Union Jack. Yeah. I feel like it could be... Leaning back into
1: the Union Jack.
0: Oh, yeah. Captain Carter...
1: Hits him harder.
0: ...is the defender of the Union Jack mm-hmm. to stand with our troops and give Adolf a smack.
1: Very good, very good. She has her finger on the pulse of the latest fashion, but uh, what really gets her pulse going is fascist smashing. She's here. She's queer. She stands with our <laughs> troops to lay. Yeah,
0: yeah, for real. Big <laughs> <bi-wife energy>. um, <laughs> by wife energy.
1: By wife, by bonds.
0: <laughs> I like that. Along with our troops, she lays down the law. She's here to give Hitler a hook sock in across the jaw. the jaw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a sock in the jaw and that could be where you pow pow every every you know every week
1: yeah. for every city. You have, this has been a small little interlude of Frankenstein's jukebox. Uh yeah, this is again. literally how this goes. Is like Daniel, I'm yeah. so
0: sorry. No. <laughs> no, no. No no.
1: Daniel's like That's a good thing. Yeah. It's, it's
0: good. It's good stuff. Okay, well anyway, thank you for answering the host Jen. you yeah, actually went fun. way more than I was expecting. Um so thank you <laughs> James, for that. can
1: you think of good rhymes a la uh, – actually Alan Menken did the uh Music. the yeah, so, music. Yeah. That's um, why I said
0: he needed you to, for yeah, the lyrics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So that's all that I have. So I think we addressed the thing that you were going to mention during the scene, but if you have anything else.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> slam shield down. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to talk about, <laughs> the one thing I want to ask about, why does she interrupt him? So. He says the greatest minds in the world, and she says, and Stark is one of them. And then Flynn has to say something, and then Stark has to say something, and then Stark has to get he has back to on get back on track. On now I, think, I know that it's a. Hmm. I'm sorry to it, no, go ahead. I know it's a like. She is empowered to uh, chime in. I right. get that. I don't want to. I don't want to trivialize her contribution to the conversation, but uh, her contribution to the conversation in this particular instant is trivial. Hmm. So, I like, think
0: that, okay, so I, I get what you're saying. I yeah. think what happens here is now, granted, by her interrupting him, it does leave Flynn a moment to also interject. But I think the issue is that he is not listening to the two of them because he right. thinks that he's, one of, he's the smartest man in the room. Right. So when Stark is saying the most brilliant minds, right, and she's like, you need to include yourself in that because- it is your also your opinion.
1: Proof that she's so, still getting to know him a little bit.
0: A little bit, but it's so also like, like, it's not just for him, even though he does smile. I think it's mostly for Flynn well, because Flynn's not listening to either of them. Right. Again, because he thinks he's so fucking smart. So when she's like, so when she does that, it is to be, I think, cutting to him, to be like, and Starks like, and Stark is among them. Like Stark right. is one of the smartest people in the world and right. you should be listening to him. Like stop walking away
1: you know. Well, there's a there's a, a a scene, let me see if I can figure out where it is. It's after the chase. It's after oh Steve's first chase. So it must be Philip's briefing Brandt, Um which we talked about with my, my friend Mark. Um there's a part where 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 how wait, have we gotten there yet? Yes, we just got there. Literally the scene where Brant says hey I'm going to give you a you know welcome to the party captain or whatever he says Bruce mm-hmm. Willis uh playing Brant uh, welcome to the party um <laughs> it includes a part where Brant where uh, Howard Stark is examining the submarine that uh Krueger was in mm-hmm. and he's like um the brill- the most brilliant minds in the world and I'm one of them such and such so that's what this was referencing oh interesting but
0: cuz they don't have that uh
1: my thing is, right, because they because Krueger didn't get away in a submarine, right? All those lighters, Colin, all those lighters went to waste. Like he loaded himself. He had so down, many oh in his God. pockets, and he yeah. only
0: got to use one of them. Exactly.
1: Um, but <laughs> first of all, it's like Howard doesn't need gassing up, even that even before fondue, right? Um, <laughs> good callback, but the other thing is that I think hilariously like ADHD Howard Stark is not going to be able to jump back into what he was saying before. (laughs) Like maybe, and maybe that's where I'm, I'm stumbling is like, thank you. But Hey, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's fondue. Oh no, no, that's not for you Flynn. I'm fond of you. No, wait, (laughs) (laughs) I like to think Howard Stark had this whole like, Line about like fondue, I'm fond of you. And then when she shut him down, he's like, Okay,
0: he had a like just a whole food it is. And he just went,
1: Yeah, I just put it back in his pocket, put it back in that he used later when he met he, Maria. He slips I it say to,
0: Maria. he slips it to, um, to Steve and Steve, goes, right. Hey, use this later. And he's <laughs> you, like, I don't know what half of this means. He's like, Don't you, worry, you will.
1: You don't understand it now, but your kids are going to exist because of it. Mm hmm. What was our conclusion there with my question? I just realized that maybe the we. The conclusion in-
0: was, I mean, at least mine was that, like, although it does kind of help build him up a little bit, it is definitely mostly to get Flynn to like stop, like, got like it, acting as though he's the smartest man in the room, right, and be like Stark is. So fucking listen to him when he's got telling it, you it. that you're, got you're wrong. Got it. You know. Cool.
1: Cool. Cool. All right. Cool. Um, cool. Cool. Yep. Cool. Um, I was because in my brain I was like, we made. I, I asked the question. Did we hit the ADHD, of, We made brain? jokes. Yeah. We were so Tony Stark
0: we, in that moment of going, we, we, I'm not
1: going to get back on track. Even Howard. Um,
0: Did I say ta- Tony again? Yeah.
1: What is going on with me, dude? <laughs> you were excited stop to get to 2010, it. my friend. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to give you some social media handles. And uh, can you handle this? <laughs> the, <laughs> the thing. Um, That'd be nice. So if you want to follow this show, Timeline yep. Scavengers, on Twitter, and you, you want to head over to Twitter at Timeline Scav. Uh, our network that we're on, which is called Scavengers Network, is on Twitter at Scavengers Net. Mm-hmm. Now, individually, yeah. some of the Jamesest uh, people on Twitter, and I am one of them, can be found at unabashed James mm. and Colin. If you wanted to take out your uh, carefully wrapped shield of your Twitter handle and yeah. slam it down on the table, what what would you uh, what would people see if they uh, looked down
0: at Colin M. Parker?
1: perfect 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 um we have uh one more uh twitter handle to give and this is this is a guy that um if we were to go on a uso tour i like to think would be right there first. backing us up tossing uh tossing some some key musical uh accompaniment our way and his name is nick bramald he did the uh intro and outro of our uh our show the very professional sounding uh, very cool sounding music uh you can find him on twitter at nbramald uh, or nick I think that we are in a perfect position Yes. to head into the next day with Peggy and go kick some ass with our new threads and our new uh, Very Loud shield.
0: Yeah, I could, I'm could. i down for some ass
1: kicking. Excellent, excellent. Well, I just want to say that I, as always, am James Anderson.
0: And I'm Colin Parker.
1: And um, if you think that this, this ending is going to be smooth or subtle... Hwunk Excelsior! Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear
0: and tell you about the comedy podcast, Unnatural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator. Yeah, duh. Duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh-warmed pasta is here. Plot the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about, and that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. The Scavengers Network.